And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post game show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander. And Raptors fans, I keep saying the last few games, this music gives me a vibe. This music gets me hype. And you know what? It's better that way after a win. And after a 1 in 13 month of March, the Raptors' first game in April, a 1 30 to 77 victory over the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to be honest. Normally, I'd come out here and be like, well, you know, Steph didn't play. Well, you know, Draymond didn't play. Well, you know, Klay Thompson's out of the lineup. And the Warriors just haven't been playing that well this year. But again, let's just rewind a little here and I'm gonna let the music rock here because this is this is a vibe that Raptors fans have been waiting for for the past however many games but let's just recap a little here right because coming into this game the Raptors had lost 15 of their last 17 games including 13 of their last 14 games they'd lost four games in a row and as mentioned were one and 13 in the month of March 1 and 13 in the month of March. Again, the third worst month in team history. So who cares who was in the lineup for the Golden State Warriors? Cuz it's a 130-77 victory for your Toronto Raptors. Again, ending a four-game losing streak. 53 points. The largest margin of victory in franchise history. More franchise history. Your man's as I've been saying, the Raptors, your Raptors' favorite new Raptor, Gary Trent Jr., a plus 54. Also a franchise record. Now, I think this game was over in the first half when the Raps went on a what? What was it? Like a 20-1 to 1 run? I think the game was really over then. But, of course, the third quarter where your Toronto Raptors put up, what was it? 46 points like come on man and listen the Raptors beat a G League team tonight I mean can you really say it's a G League team no because Andrew Wiggins was playing Andrew Wiggins played a lot of minutes James Wiseman is the number two overall pick in the NBA draft now I'm not saying that this is a good NBA team without Steph Clay Draymond etc but it's an NBA team, and the Raptors took care of business, and if you crush them after losing the horrible losses that they had, you got to give them credit for taking care of business in this game. And to the birthday boy himself, happy birthday to Mr. Pascal Siakam on his 27th birthday. Pascal with 36 points in this game. Got to give the dude credit. Doing what you're supposed to do against below average talent take care of business put up your points get your 36 points seven rebounds five assists two steals finishes 14 of 24 from the floor cool good night for pascal he talked about it in his post game you know he's still recovering it's something we all got to remind ourselves you know he plays a bad game we mentioned that he played a bad game we always give you know the other side of it that we know these guys are dealing with a lot 
Reality is, though, Mr. Pascal Siakam has been struggling as of late. So, you take this game for what it is. He came out, did what he was supposed to do, put in work against Golden State Warriors, got his team a much-needed victory. And if you go through the stat lines here, you see that Gary Trent Jr. finished with 24 points in this game, 8 of 14 from the floor, 6 of 9 from 3. And I'm sure all Raptors fans are loving that. Because you weren't sure, obviously we know everything with Norm, the love affair with Norman Powell, and we get it. We understand it. It's cool. I get it, totally. But, we try to tell you on the other end, you're getting a good, legit player in terms of Gary Trent Jr., and you're seeing that. You're seeing that. My guy is a shooter. And he gets busy. I told y'all, I'm up late all the time watching basketball, so I take in a lot of Portland Trail Blazers games, and Gary Trent Jr. on that team was pretty solid for them. He was a heat check guy, energy guy off their bench, played great defense, and got busy on the offensive end. And we're seeing that now on the Raptors, and seriously, the Raptors need it. So, great sign there. If you're talking about scoring from Gary Trent Jr. and, as mentioned, Pascal Siakam, positive signs there. If there was a negative for the Toronto Raptors, and no, I'm not talking about the fact that somehow the Raptors winning 130-77 to Somehow Stanley Johnson in this game went 0 for 6 from the floor and was a minus 7. (laughs) Yo, how's that even possible? Seriously, your team wins by 53 points and you are a minus 7. That's not the negative that I'm talking about in this game. The negative is that Fred Van Fleet left the game with a hip injury. And Freddie, you know, it was a cool sign to see Freddie meeting the team in the tunnel high five in the guys because he knows that times have been tough lately so getting that win and getting a win in this way was big for this team they needed that and all you can do you don't need to you know make it too grand or, or think beyond what the moment is just take it for what it is and that's a dub a much needed dub if you're the Toronto Raptors so hopefully Freddie's okay because we know the Raptors are still missing Kyle Lowry And if you're still holding on to a glimmer of trying to make that play-in tournament, here you go. A much-needed win. A win you have to get. Right? Playing Golden State without Steph, without Draymond, who, let's be serious, I'm going to go on, I'm going to lean on the side. You're ducking the smoke. Second night of a back-to-back, Steph Curry, Draymond, probably knew they were going to sit out the second night of a back-to-back. Draymond also making headlines because he's talking about how he, he doesn't get hyped up for the play-in tournament. Like, that's not what motivates him. And it's like, uh, so are you just saying you're giving up on the season? Because right now it seems like the Warriors are in mode for that play-in tournament. Weird, but hey, I'm not going to be mad at Draymond for speaking his mind because let's be honest, we get mad at athletes <laughs> when they don't say anything. And Draymond says a lot, so I'm not going to get mad at him when he speaks his mind. Right? I'd much rather have athletes like that that speak their minds, that give us something to talk about, as opposed to the other way and just being boring. So, cool, Draymond. Say, do your thing. Do your thing, Mr. Draymond Green. But yeah, what a game. There's, I mean, what are we really supposed to sit here and, and break down and discuss? You, you looked at it, and Pascal was good in this game, as he should be. Gary Trent Jr. continues his hot play. Malachi Flynn, I guess that's a good look as well, as he got to 
spread his wings a little, get a little more burn playing 31 minutes in this game. And 16 points, 7 of 12 off the bench for Malachi Flynn. Five rebounds, five assists, two steals. You're seeing him get more comfortable, get more active. And I think that's got to be a key. Regardless of what happens with the rest of this season, and if the Raptors are able to make the play-in tournament, one of your goals has to be to get Malachi Flynn extended run just to see what you got. Can he step in and replace those minutes if and when Kyle Lowry doesn't come back next season? It's got to be a key. So getting him more minutes, huge. You like to see that. But I got in right away to what happened in the game. I didn't even get to the pleasantries in terms of welcoming people to the podcast. Because, hey, let's just get to the win, right? But always got to mention, thanks for people who are watching this podcast or listening to the podcast live, as you do after each and every game on Twitch, which our Twitch channel, On Blast Podcast, or on Instagram or Facebook sorry, not Facebook, Instagram, or uh, YouTube, which is at Sheldon Alexander, and on Twitter, which is Shell Alexander. Like and subscribe, send in your comments, like the videos, all that fun stuff, because we appreciate that. And if you are on Instagram and you want to get the proper audio and see the full set, the proper views, or on the other streams, you want to get into where the chat is going, the chat is really bubbling, it's on the Instagram page, or sorry, <laughs> what is wrong? I'm going to be honest. Putting my hand up. I'm tired, folks. I'll explain why later on, but I'm really tired. But we still push through. Raptors win big. We push through. We do the pod because, hey, we've been pushing through doing the pod on some crappy games. So, of course, have to be here to talk about a Raptors big time win and ending the streak, right? So, as mentioned, the chat. If you want to get to the chat and enjoy the conversation in the chat, Send in your comments and questions. That's on the YouTube page. The YouTube page, like and subscribe there. That's where you see, I'm, I'm looking at the chat now and it's already filled up as everyone's fired up, obviously, because it's a Raptors dub, a big dub. And of course, if you ever forget the podcast or you miss it live, we got you covered wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and the aforementioned YouTube. Please like and subscribe and tell your friends. Remember, Wrap It Up is the show. On Blast Podcast is the network. We are the only live and interactive Toronto Raptors post-game show there is. And I feel that we need to, you know, as much as tough as the end of the season might be, I need the vibes, I need the energy to push through to the end of this season so we can complete season three of this Wrap It Up podcast. Because that gives me energy. And I, I love the regulars that have been here from the beginning and seen what we've built here. Because I say this all the time, but for the newcomers here, we started this three years ago and look at where we're at now. Huge salute to everyone that listens and follows. But to me, the real win is what we see more online. And what I see more online, I see post-game shows that are done streaming live from uh, Yahoo Sports. I see post-game shows streaming live on Raptors Republic. I see the Raptors themselves have a Raptors nightcap show that ends up on YouTube after the game. All of those things are positive signs to me. I know people might think, oh no, well that's more competition. No, no, no. This isn't about competition. This is about Raptors fans having platforms, things to watch, people discussing the team. That's what I'm about. 
right? So I like the fact that people have things right after the game for the diehard fans. So if you want to bounce around and watch a bunch of different things, hear different voices and, and big up the different voices that are speaking about the Raptors on a consistent basis, do you. To me, that's way more important than what normally happens, where which is either getting mad at American media who aren't actually watching the games when Stephen A. Smith or when whoever jumps on board, Shaq or whoever, and they don't watch Raptors games, and we know that, or when the mainstream Canadian media pretends to care about basketball and then jumps on board and then talks about the Raptors, right? Uplift the people that rep your squad the whole way through the good times and the bad times. And I'm all for that. So to salute to all the people talking raps on a daily basis, I salute you. But also salute to the fans. So let me get to some comments here. Let me hear what you guys are saying. Wherever you're sending your comments here online, I'll start on Instagram. My guy AB says, yo, Nick Nurse said Gary Trent Jr., had a certain ceiling in his game. Is that a beef ting or a coach at this stage? Or in his post game? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'd have to see the comment, right? Like see how he said it, see the context, the full context of that. I don't know. Um, maybe he's trying to temper expectations. He doesn't want the fan base to get too hype and expect, you know, 25 spots from Gary Trent Jr. on a nightly basis. Because we know how these things go, right? With this fan base. We see a couple games. Everyone starts to get hype. People start to get it twisted and think that we might have just gotten the second coming of Steph Curry or something like that. Because my guy plays a couple good games. So I don't know. If, if it's Nick Nurse getting his coaching on and, and trying to keep Gary Trent motivated or not trying to gas him up too much. I'm with that. I'm okay with that. But again, the real heads who watch ball know or are familiar with Gary Trent Jr.'s work before he got to the Raptors, and knowing that he was stepping into a situation where he would get ample opportunity to get buckets, you're not really surprised by this. Do you expect him to drop 20-plus or 25 a night? No, of course not. But he will have opportunity in this offense that is you know, high on ball movement, sharing the ball, passing up good shots for great shots, and a squad that, puts up a lot of threes every night, he's going to thrive in that offense. His game is suited to succeed in this Raptors offense. So I think it's a good look so far. I will check out the Nick Nurse post game to see what you're talking about, though, AB. Appreciate the shouts from my dude. I'll go to YouTube. Inches says, Gary Trent Jr.'s offensive game is so good, it rubbed off on Aaron Baines. <laughs> Yo, Aaron Baines is actually hitting threes. And as I always say, even when it goes in, I, I don't smile because I just feel like the next one is going up. Or I should say, he hits one, that means two more shots are going up for Aaron Baines. But in this game, I mean, he just missed one three in this game. 0 for 1. But 2 for 3 overall from the floor. 7 rebounds in this game, sure. Whatever, Aaron Baines. 24 minutes. Cool. Cool story. <laughs> Right, you didn't need Aaron Baines because I mean, the rook, the young buck Wiseman, didn't look ready in this game at all. Uh, Tapa Top 21, I love that name, that's pretty funny. Says, even though he had his rookie struggles, Flynn showed his game down, showed his game today and played much better. 
Uh, also said he kind of reminds me like Tony Parker, obviously a long way to go. It's an interesting comparison. Uh, I just want to see more of Malachi Flynn, right? I just want to see him get extended burn before the comparisons come in. And, you know, everyone kept talking about comparisons of Fred Van Vliet. And it's just like, let the man play, let him get used to the NBA and let him kind of pave his own way. I get the comparisons. I understand the comparisons, but we haven't seen my guy get enough burn yet in the league to see how he's going to handle the league, to see how much work he's going to put in, what the style of play is. Can he play off the ball, right? Can he like actually sub in for Kyle and handle backcourt duties with Fred on the floor? Can he get buckets in the league? All of those things will take time to see, but we don't know. Aisha says, OMG, we all miss this winning feeling, right? March is finally over. Let's go, April. Happy birthday, Pascal. Agreed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Another comment says they really needed this win, for sure. Glow Girl Smile says most points by a Raptor on their birthday, Spicy P. Oh, we are going to relish this to the max. It's been a while. And for you Raptor fans that are obviously tuned in and still watching and riding with it every single game, I saw a bit of a debate online talking about whether or not on the broadcast, it sounds like they're making excuses for the Raptors' struggles this season. And I don't think, you know, sometimes I think we, we make these like hard takes or hard reactions to people just giving out facts. So when they talk about the fact that the Raptors have dealt with a lot this season, those are all true statements, right? Having to play in Tampa for the season, having to have your practice facility like a hotel ballroom, having your best players deal with COVID, all of these things, that's a lot to deal with. Now, is that the main reason and the only reason why the Raptors are struggling? No, but it's a factor. It's a huge factor. Um, do I think that if all things were equal, would the Raptors be this bad? No, but I still said from the start of the season that I thought they would be in a dogfight to be avoiding the play-in tournament. And I said from the get-go, if they came in sixth and avoided the play-in tournament, that would be a major, major, major accomplishment. So somewhere in the middle of that probably lies the truth. So it is a tough season. There is a lot going on. And, you know, when people bring that up, it's not making excuses if you're stating facts. Now, if you decide to bring those things up only when things are going poorly, maybe I can understand people thinking that's making excuses. But they're talking about that during this game where the Raps were winning big. So I just think people got to chill out. Take every game for what it is. Take the season for what it is and understand that sometimes people are just giving context. There's nothing wrong with that. You give out the inf- you take in the information and do with that what you will. That's how I look at it. Uh, Nesty says, GT Jr. with a plus 54. Sky's the limit for this kid. Hope Fred Van Fleet's injury doesn't keep him off too long. Agree with that. The Raps definitely need Freddie, especially without Kyle. More comments. It was nice to hear Steve Kerr interviewed saying that the Raptors had the short end of the stick this season. Yeah, of course. Like, you're playing in Tampa. Everybody knows that. That's messed up. You had to move your whole operation from Toronto to Tampa. 
you to find a new home in i mean let's florida is like the hotbed of covid in the united states so there's a lot going on with the raps this season then add in your top players all being down you're gonna struggle you're definitely gonna struggle more comments though let's see what else is going on k2's garnett no siakam hate at all today please lol can't hate on the man on his birthday and i'd like to say i don't hate on him normally again just stating facts you do with that information whatever you'd like definitely can't hate on a man on his birthday another comment is it only me question mark pascal got jealous about trent jr's performance in the fourth quarter and took the matter into his own hands what a second quarter that was from spicy p happy birthday champ i'm not gonna read that much into it <laughs> but i find that funny i find that funny I i'm not gonna I'm not going to read that much into it, though. Ali says, great game, but too bad about Freddie. The injury is probably related to playing a lot of minutes. Hope he's okay. Yeah, and if you remember, Freddie got banged up in the game prior to this as well. So hopefully it's just bumps and bruises. Give him a couple days rest. Hopefully he's okay for their next game because they got Russell Westbrook on deck. And regardless of how bad Russell Westbrook's team is, that's a tough cover. For any oppose, opposing point guard. Uh, let's see here. Coley on Instagram says it's Angel from Greece. Happy about the W. Believe I really believe Gary Trent Jr. could be the next big thing. Seriously, he's a killer. I mean, if he resigns with us, he could take us to the next level. I just think that he fits with the rest of the team well like what his strengths are it fits the raptors are a three-point shooting team they like to put the threes up there the way that they play with this space and pace and drive and kick and sharing the ball passing up shots for those corner threes that fits perfectly into his game then add in the financial parts to it and he fits way better than norm did right you're getting them for a lot less and you're almost getting the same production the hope is, because he's young, you hope that he continues to develop, you hope he continues to grow at this pace, and that he becomes a more consistent scorer than Norm. So if you make him a more consistent shooter and scorer than Norm at way less of a price, that sounds like a dub for Masai and company again. K2's Garnett, Stanley's impact will never show on the stat sheet. I think he played himself into a contract next season. I mean, he shows value right? And you're always going to need wing defenders. So if he just continues to develop and work on his three-point shot, I think he could help a team. I definitely think that. Caleb said, great to see JTJ breaking out of his shooting slump. I mean, I think that was last game, Caleb. Last game, remember, he's coming off his career high. So I think that was pretty cool. Let's see here. Uh, getting an update here. From Glow Girl Smile, she says, apparently Nick Nurse said in his interview that Freddie said he was okay, but will still get an MRI, and he had a hip flexor strain. Okay, hopefully things are okay there, hopefully. Ali says, they were showing highlights of Siakam for his birthday, and he looked far more explosive in the other seasons versus this season. Do you think it was related to that groin injury he had? I honestly think it could be related to him recovering from COVID. If you, and 
here's the thing to remember, right? It's very few and far between that you're going to hear in the media when athletes talk about their recovery from COVID. It's few and far between, right? And the reason for that is, obviously, the broadcasters want to keep broadcasting games. So continuing to tell stories of Jason Tatum or Drew Holiday talking about how when they came back, they struggled running up and down the court. They struggled catching their breath. Like those things have happened. Those guys have been open and honest and, and have said that. Fred Van Fleet alluded to it as well after last night's, after the Raptors last game to which, you know, sometimes you feel okay. And then other times you're struggling to catch your breath. That's just the reality of this situation. And so it's a reminder that I have to give myself because, I mean, it's something I deal with myself. Obviously, I don't play in the NBA, so I know how I've recovered and in certain spots where I'm like, oh, wait a second, let me chill out for a second. So I can only imagine what it could be like for an NBA player or some high-level athlete that had your body drain all the way down to zero and now you're trying to work it all the way back up to where you're playing in an NBA game. So it's something to keep in mind. You're going to see games like this from Pascal, and then you might see games like we saw the last time. So that's it. That's that. That's all I'm saying there. Uh, Aisha says this should have been a 70-point game. At least we could have made history in the worst season. <laughs> More comments. Uh, on the broadcast, Leo said, Gary Trent Jr. comes from a team with Lillard, CJ, and Melo. He knows how to get his shots. That is a great point, right? He's not going to be shy because you can't be shy playing with those guys. You can't be, or else you're not going to get your shots. So now coming in, he's probably thinking, all right, let's go. Let's go. Juha says, JTJ isn't the best scorer on this team, but he might be one of the best shooters. His jumper is wet. Agreed. Uh, and says, love the earned it jerseys. Uh, there is no better team to blow out than Golden State. Two things there, and One, I don't really think I like the jerseys. I wasn't a fan. And in a weird way, it wasn't until someone posted, remember the old Raptors jerseys? Like go back to the Del Curry, uh, Vince Carter, Antonio Davis era Raptors with the purple in the front, black in the back. I didn't even realize that those jerseys were a these jerseys were a playoff of those until someone posted that tonight, but I didn't like those jerseys then, and I really don't like these jerseys now, that's just me, whatever, I'm sure people love them, I just always find, like, the purple is just weird to me, and it's like, you finally got rid of the purple, why are you bringing it back now, but again, it's not about me, maybe the cool kids like it, maybe the cool kids are rocking it, I don't know, I'm old and washed, um, and I also realize that not everything is for me, so cool, the second part of your comment, though, and there's no better team to blow out than Golden State. I agree. <laughs> I will always have a dislike for the Golden State Warriors. I thought they were front runners when everything was going well for them. And then when everything became tough, they're sucking, they're sitting out games. Steph Curry ducked all of last season because Klay Thompson was hurt. Show me the math that that didn't happen. But anyways, uh, everything, as soon as everything wasn't going well, all of a sudden now everything's all, they're, they're whining, they're sucking, 
whatever, front runners. We knew that from when that was the case. I, as much as I love the Raptors winning the NBA championship, I also really enjoyed the fact that they ended the Warriors dynasty. I love that part of it too. So to beat the Golden State Warriors, every time that happens, I'm going to enjoy that. Also, a little behind the scenes for y'all here. So some I talk here a little bit on what like my day job is. And recently, our longtime followers will know that I recently got a new job. And it involves putting together the teases or the openings for the Raptors games that are on Sportsnet. And today, well, for the past two days, I've been per- working on an opening where I got a track. I'm not going to give the track away what the track was because I might end up using it at some other point. But anyways, put together opening tees for the pregame show and for the actual game broadcast with this song, had all these highlights, worked with the editor for two straight days, putting together all these things. And it was Freddie versus Steph Curry. And then all of a sudden today, midway through the day at about three 30 hours before game time. Oh, Steph Curry's not playing. So I had to scrap everything we just spent in the last two days putting together and readjust on the fly to get something else up, scrap the track take out all the Steph Curry viz that was in the open, switch that in with some Draymond shots. Well, some Draymond shots because he was probable. We didn't know until game time that Draymond wasn't playing. We're mixing some Wiggins, mixing some Wiseman. And it just added to my dislike of the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry again, ducking the smoke. Show me the lie. Show me the lie Steph's not ducking the smoke. I'll continue though. Jeremy says, we needed this, I'm not good, come on, man, <laughs> I'll read the comment, Jeremy says, we needed this win like a crackhead needs crack, I'm only reading that because earlier today, in the newsroom, we were talking a lot about Chappelle show, and a bunch of the great bits, and yeah, obviously we know Tyrone Biggums is one of the great characters from Chappelle show, so that's what made me read that comment, because it made me laugh when I saw it, uh, so summer i think that's summer summer says those tampa raptors jerseys are bootleg jerseys oh i wonder if we're talking about the one that had the raptor they were like pink and blue i wonder if that was it i don't know uh my guy a beer says so cheese to hear you had to scrap that piece you worked on the world needs to see that fire yeah it's like the lost tapes you know maybe we'll put it out on social or something but I don't know. Now you'll just, when you hear it, when it comes out, you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll know what I'm talking about. You got the inside scoop ahead of time. Let's see what other comments we got here. Raptors fans are happy. I planned to come on here and do a quick pod because I'm super tired because I was at work late last night and early this morning getting this tease ready that never aired. (laughs) Thank you, Steph Curry. So I'm super tired. So I plan on coming on here and doing a quick pod, but I see everyone's fired up with the Raptors win. So I will continue reading the comments because this is why we do the show. Juha says to me, Lowry's our best score in the clutch. He just can't sustain it for 48 full minutes night after night. Totally agree. More comments. I think you're the best when it comes to post-game podcasts. I watch the others after. I appreciate that. And hey, Whenever you decide to watch, whatever order you decide to watch, I appreciate that. More comments. I agree. I watch them all. 
and his is when it comes to making an environment for the fans. Well, that's what it's about. Oh, sorry, I'll continue the comment. He also says, everyone brings their own thing. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, far too often in this media thing or, you know, content thing, people try to turn this into uh, a competition. And I never look at it like that. Like, I'm happy all these other Raptors post-game shows exist because I think the fan base deserves it. And the other part that people miss is in the year 2021. The way that we all consume media, right? The way that we all consume podcasts. And it's so funny. We're talking about this on the pod because we were just talking about this. I had a conversation at work the other day about this. But here's the thing. The way that we all consume media now, it's we find whatever we like. And then we continue to listen to people talk about those things. So if I like the Raptors and something happened with the Raptors, I'm going to continue searching for more people talking about the Raptors to listen in about that conversation, right? To hear different opinions on that. Gone are the days where I'm sitting and turning on my TV and having someone else tell me what I should be listening to or what is important. No, no, no. I decide what I like and everything is on demand. So if I want to hear Raptors talk, I'm going to go to whatever platform and I'm going to search Toronto Raptors, and I'm going to watch everything that has to do with that. So the whole fact that there's more people talking about the Raptors, that to me is a good thing. That's just my opinion. And to further Jeremy's point, everyone brings their own thing. Of course, everyone brings their own thing. And that's a great thing because all these things are going to be different because we're different people with different sensibilities, different personalities, all trying to do something different. Because that's just the nature of people, especially when you're trying to make genuine content, right? Like you can go out here and try to do your best, you know, Stephen A impression, or I could come on here and like yell every day and be mad and yelling in the camera when they lose and all that. But that's not me and that I, A, I don't want to do that. B, that's not me. And, you know, I'd rather come on here and talk with people. Why? Because the whole reason I started this pod was me sitting here with my friends in my living room talking about the raps after they win games. Then this pandemic thing happened, and we can't do that anymore in the same way. Luckily, though, as we continue to build up this pod, the way that it has developed, hey, I got a bunch more friends here that I'm talking to after each and every game. And for that, I appreciate y'all. So thanks for the message, Jeremy. Thanks for the messages. Really appreciate that. And yeah, go check out all those other Raptors pods. We are like next comment here says there's so many great Raptors pods out there. We are really blessed as Raptors fans. Totally agree. Totally agree. Continue to take in the comments. The thing that gets me really like I can't even say it gets me mad because I just laugh at it is when the Shaq not knowing Siakam's name or Stephen A. Smith says something about the Raptors or Skip Bayless says something about the Raptors and then that becomes a storyline in Canadian media. I always find that funny because it's like, why do we, A, why do we care what they're saying? And B, if we do care, if we do care, if you choose to care, at least go in with the knowledge that you know they're not watching Raptors games. Right? Like, you know that. So as long as you're going in with that under that lens, cool. Other than that, big up your own peoples that you know watch the games. F 
follow your own people on Twitter and read all their articles online, whatever media company they work for, right? I'm on here all the time reading and I'll credit Josh Lewenberg because he's one of the dope dudes that covers the raps. I was talking to Michael Grange the other day and we, we discussed his article on this pod the other day. Grange's article about what happened with Nick Nurse and Pascal. Follow the people that talk about your team and take in the information that way because at least you know those people are watching your team. All the other things about the US media and all that that ends up becoming our storylines and narratives. Come on, man. We know Shaq ain't checking for the raps. <laughs> we know that. So I'm not surprised Shaq didn't know Siakam's name. I find that funny. I laugh at it. More comments, though. Let's let's keep things going. My guy Dante. Oh, Dante. What's up, young buck? Trent looking like a 40 mil 40 minute player? Okay. I thought that said mill for a sec. I was gonna say, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. More comments. What else we got here? Uh, we did hear about the COVID-related stuff in the offseason. It really does mess with your lungs. Yeah. Yeah, we've heard a lot of players talk about that. And recently, go look up um, on Milwaukee Bucks. I'm drawing a blank now, and I just mentioned him. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday had a, had a lot of insight into what he was dealing with and even what he was dealing with when he came back. Freddie obviously has been really honest about it as well. So I bring that up just to say, again, it's not about making excuses. It's not about trying to scare people. It's not about making this a political discussion about vaccines or any of that stuff. It's again, just people telling you what they went through, what their experience was. And that's that. That's it. Again, taking in information, taking in facts, and then doing with that information what you will, right? Fly Miss says, just when I was ready to go down with the ship, they get a win. I'm not sure how I feel about this. It's still a hashtag fade for Cade Ting, though. <laughs> it is kind of funny because part of me watching the game was like, oh, do I want them to win? I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm kind of in a weird spot. But as I've been saying, I don't think this team is bad enough to fully tank. Now, what the Warriors did tonight? Oh, that was a tank job. Straight tank job. And Draymond coming out saying he doesn't care about the playing tournament? That tells me there could be a lot more games where we don't see Draymond and we don't see Steph Curry for the rest of this season. Katie says it looks like Nick's comments to GTJ to mean that he still has a high ceiling. He seems impressed by him. Very positive comments. See, that's also why I enjoy this pod. Everyone helping out with the content and the information. You got people watching Nick Nurse's post game, and then they come in to tell us what's going on. Appreciate that. Appreciate the chat. Paul says, hey, dude, I'm glad you get to post game a win. It's been a while. It's really been a while. And it's funny because during the Houston game, I remember thinking they lost 20 straight games. I can't fathom that. Well, the Raptors got to lose, to lose what, 13 of 15? Was that the number I said earlier? It wasn't that far away from 20 straight losses. Yeah, 15 of their last 17 games coming in, the Raptors lost. So it was funny, about a week and a half ago, I was saying, man, I can't imagine 20 straight losses. That would be crazy doing a pod. Meanwhile, we're sitting here for 15 out of 17 losses. Wow. So yeah, take the win. And I was dead tired before starting this pod. And then obviously, once we get going... Y'all give me life. 
I uh, was talking about the jerseys earlier, and K2's Garnett says, I still have an Alvin Williams jersey. Shout to Alvin Williams, by the way. Uh, Fly Miss, I need them to stop with the Chevron jerseys. Time for a new design. Yeah, I mean, it is a thing. It, it's becoming a lot. It is becoming a lot. Ann says, my daughter's 18. She doesn't watch. She doesn't watch, but pass by the TV and love the jerseys. See, that's what I'm saying. I understand it's not about me. It's not about me. I get it. I understand. Uh, let's see. I was referencing I was referencing Dave Chappelle. Thank you for getting it. Oh, that was like the crack. That's crazy. Great job, Jeremy. I like that. I like that. Uh, Inches says, Sheldon's Wrap It Up was the first Raptors post-game show. The rest of them jumped on board. No, no, no. It's not. I don't even look at it like that. And I'm being honest and I'm being genuine when I say that. Here's what happens. Like, I understand how the media works, right? Like, I went out and, like, all those places, you know, are brands, like, entities, right? Like, people are doing those things for money as a job. I don't really know how Raptors Republic works, but obviously that's, like, a well-established blog that has ads, that has some form of money coming in to someone, is, is what I'm saying here, right? So... For you to do stuff like that, whatever company you do actually work for, it's rare in this era, and I'm choosing my words very carefully, it's very rare that you're going to get money invested into trying something new. So they always need proof of concept. So for me, the reason why I was the quote unquote first one to do this was just because I wanted to do it and I wanted to do it for myself. And, you know, was passionate about doing it for myself. And I just like creating content. I had an idea. I was able to do it. I liked fitting the puzzle pieces together in terms of figuring out, wait, how can I do this? And that was the reason for it. I wasn't doing it trying to be like, oh, I'm going to make money off this. That wasn't a thing. Now, I mean, we've gotten to a point now where we built up a fan base. We got ads running on YouTube. We've been able to sell merch. We've gotten to a point and I'm very blessed and thankful for all of that. And I thank y'all for listening and following and rocking with us. But I was just in a different position where I was able to say, hey, let's do this. And all these other things that are popping up now are for different entities and different companies. And it's tough for you to just jump out and do that as a company. I shouldn't say it's tough because I'm making, I'm, I'm tap dancing here. I'll say that. But the reality is it's the way that you see the media going right now. You see less chances being taken. That's just the reality. I was doing this out of passion first. Whereas let's be honest. I mean, media companies, you're trying to make money. That wasn't my sheer goal in coming out to do this. I I always point back to my guy, Jay. If you watch this podcast, you know, I'm a huge fan of Jay (laughs) Zed. jay-z aka mr sean carter and one of the lines i remember when i used to work at the score i had it taped on my on uh, my um, computer monitor and it was a quote and it said uh you can't make art with business in mind figure out figure out no sorry let me get this right you can't make art with business in mind make it out of passion and figure out how to be a businessman afterwards that's always stuck with me but I'm an individual, right? So I can say, hey, I'm going to work all day and then come home and do a Raptors podcast because I'm doing that out of passion because I want to do it. I know why I'm doing it. So I'm okay if only three people watch it. 
right? And I'm also okay if 3,000 people watch it. And we've been everywhere in between, right? So it's just a different entity altogether. That's what I'm saying here. But again, appreciate the love. Appreciate y'all rocking with me. Thank you for the likes and sharing and telling your friends as we continue to boost this pod and keep the train moving on the On Blast Network and the Wrap It Up pod. And it's weird how many people are stumbling into us this year when things are going poorly. All right? I find that funny. Uh, someone pops in on IG and says, there's only two people on IG right now watching. Yeah, a lot of my IG regulars have moved over to the YouTube stream. So if you're on IG, go to the link in bio. You'll see all the chat going down on the YouTube stream. That's just how it's worked. Uh, we've built up the YouTube page a little more. And so you get all the content there. And a lot of the chat group is on fuego fire after every game on the YouTube live chat. Same video. Plus you get the proper audio and the actual pod. So we've continued to grow and develop all this. And I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. I'll read a couple more comments. So before we get out, uh, Katie says, we'll have to agree to disagree. Oh, they're arguing about the jerseys. I think, I think that's what the argument's going on here. Sometimes I read the comments and I'm, I realize midway through, I'm jumping into a conversation that's happening in the chat. <laughs> so it happens sometimes. Uh, someone's name that I'm not going to read, but says, just heard a Warriors fan call us a Toronto Raptor. Okay, sure. Kenneth says, it's just one game. Tank the rest of the season. How many guys want the Raptors to tank? I honestly want to, I want answers to that question. Where are you guys right now? Yes. You want to see them win. Cause you don't want them to lose 20 games. Like the Rockets, you want them to beat the Warriors team. That's not playing anybody, but how much do people want to see them win? Or how much do you want to quote unquote fade for Cade as fly miss said earlier? I'll let y'all answer that question. Uh, Oh, okay. He says, appreciate you too. This going back to IG comments. <laughs> this is funny. Uh, so again, I hope I'm pronouncing your name properly. Quinton, uh, but says he was saying earlier, there's two people, only two people on IG to which I explain, Hey, come over to the YouTube chat. Link is in the bio. I keep the Instagrams. I keep the Instagram feed running just for that reason to push people over to YouTube. And a bunch of my people have done that already. So I appreciate that. Quinton says, appreciate you too. You talk crazy sometimes, but I appreciate the pod. And hey, I appreciate that comment because I don't expect everyone to agree with me. I just give my opinion. Listen, I love basketball. I've grown up with basketball. I, you know, <laughs> I don't play basketball anymore. Used to be okay at it. Never really played at a super high level, but I love the game of basketball and I've worked in the game of basketball, covered the game of basketball for a very, very, very long time at a bunch of different national networks for a bunch of different, um, at a bunch of different titles, a bunch of different jobs and basketball has given me my livelihood. That's how I pay my bills. It's how I pay my mortgage. It's given me a lot. And I come on here and just speak my opinion on what I see. I'm not telling you that everything I say is right and you're totally free to disagree with me. I want to hear other people's opinions. That is the purpose of me doing the pod. I want to hear what other people think as well. So I'm going to come on here and you might think I'm talking crazy sometimes. And you could tell me that. I appreciate that either way. So appreciate you too, Quentin. 
Catherine says, uh, I remember when I first stumbled upon Sheldon's podcast. He was the only one that was doing a post-game show. Happy that we have a few more. Love the regulars, though. Appreciate you, Catherine. Thank you. And says, with our luck, we won't win the lottery and get Cade. We better win what we can and buy ourselves a center. Hopefully you're right. And also says, you should invite Q back to host with you when we get to the playoffs. Oh, Q has an open invite. And the thing is, too, we got to make sure, you know, by that time, I can figure out a way. I've done it, obviously, with Dunlop, right, where... I'll get Dunlop up and you'll see him on my monitor. I'll adjust the set and, you know, I can bring someone else on live. I can figure out a way to do that. The thing is, you got to remember with the pandemic, you know, Q's got a family. Q's got a job. There's a lot of things people are juggling and not everybody is easily able to just drop everything and make themselves available every other night or every once in a while for this Raptors team. But maybe when the playoffs come, we'll figure something out. Maybe, right? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, K2's Garnett. Sheldon was a pioneer to the live postgame, man. I used to be upset driving home from work when I will leave the name out of that for political reasons. <laughs> but he says, I'll be upset while driving home from work when blank had five minutes of had a five minute show. Your pod changed everything. Fully appreciate that. He also says, I finally have converted us. Us, I know he means the regulars, the squad that used to be on IG all the time, have now fully converted to YouTube, and I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, Anthony says he wants a tank. He wants a tank for sure. Please fade. <laughs> Jeremy says please pull a San Antonio when they got Tim Duncan. Appreciate that as well. Uh, Let's talk rap. Says hey everyone, check out my game reaction on my YouTube channel. Yeah, so let's talk rap. Sure, for sure. Go to that. I see the comment there. Post a comment under the cup. Like, because I don't know if the live chat, when you go back to the main video, do you see the live chat there? Or is it just separate comments only? Because if they're separate comments only, uh, why don't you put a link under the video and get people to go there and check out your, your post-game reaction too. Um, and says, tanking doesn't feel right. The losing hurts too much. Uh Top of Tops 21 says tank for sure. Kenneth says Cade and Mobley. Here we go. I've discussed this on the last pod. I dis I don't like Mobley. I haven't watched nearly enough of Mobley, admittedly. But what I have seen, I didn't really like the vibes <laughs> that I was seeing. Got to do a little more research. I'll admit that. But wasn't a fan of Mobley, the big guy on uh, USC. <laughs> Here's a comment. Tanks are for fish. No tank. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the Raptors are tanking inadvertently against their will. Pretty funny. Uh, more comments, though. A couple more here. Raptors might surprise us by making it all the way to the playoffs some way, somehow. I definitely think that's a possibility. There's so many games left, and while I know there's a lot of teams that are, you know, a lot of teams that are in the way, wouldn't surprise me if the Raps go on a run. Who knows? Glow Girl Smile says, I still can't get myself to want the Raptors to tank. I want them to show some pride and fight till the end. Anthony says, no tank, but we only play Baines when we're up 30 plus. <laughs> well played, well played. And on that note, I feel like, you know, 
We get the Banes joke off. Seems like a fitting place to kind of wrap things up here, pardon the pun, on this another episode of the Wrap It Up podcast. Again, huge win for the Toronto Raptors, as it always feels good to beat the Golden State Warriors, doesn't it? Again, On Blast Podcast is a network. Wrap It Up is a show. And I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps postgame show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. On Blast.